developing future. Brought to you by the Asian Development Bank Institute in Tokyo, a leading source of knowledge in fast emerging Asia and the Pacific for 20 years. A senior official of the Asian Development Bank, Patrick Safran, explains that fragility and conflict are interlinked. This is particularly true of states, as conflict is usually the result of fragility reaching a climax. Mr. Safran spearheaded ADB's approach to engaging with weakly performing countries. Here, project officers in fragile and conflict-affected countries examined the local context from all angles to establish an effective strategy for aid and relief. And everybody can also understand that within some countries we do have uh, regional recipes. So basically we have the same uh, raw material, different ingredients, and then we adapt our recipes to the local context. This is exactly what we can understand on a daily life. When we are talking about our country, we also need to do the same. We need to look at local context first. A work in the Philippines may not be the same work as in Afghanistan, and certainly not in the Pacific. Speaking at a recent ADB seminar on fragile and conflict-affected countries, Patrick Safran shared his experience in disaster and emergency relief and coastal and aquatic resources management. He says the situation in conflict-prone Afghanistan and the climate change threat to the low-lying Pacific islands, such as Kiribati, are quite different. However, there are similarities in terms of public service weaknesses. In Asia and the Pacific, many fragile states are nations of small islands. In 2007, the ADB has published a yearly list of fragile states, combining data from the Asian Development Fund and the World Bank. Conflict-affected states include Afghanistan and Myanmar, but also specific areas such as Mindanao in the southern Philippines. To strengthen these fragile states, ADB project officers first assess them based on a string of broad social and economic indicators. Fixing the fragile states or fixing the failed states, depending on how you present it, was to look at the public service delivery or the, what the, the core function of a government and then looking at what the government is supposed to bring to its citizen. Then ADB takes measures that will strengthen the challenged states in the same way steel reinforcing is built into a fragile building to allow it to survive adverse conditions, explained Mr. Safran. We also found that mainstreaming gender issue is quite important. We have several examples of uh, women uh, playing a very big role, especially in uh, difficult situation. I don't want to say conflict situation. Uh, there are a couple of anecdotes also in the Philippines in Mindanao, where the women force the men to stop fighting at some point. Training is a key tool in strengthening fragile and conflict-affected states. Examples show that women are playing a particularly important role in helping improve the conditions in these countries. So there is in Asia and the Pacific a kind of continuous between those different situations. And we have, between the fragile and the conflict-affected situation, a kind of vicious circle if we don't work on it. We have something like transitional situation and we go after a long period, could be two or three decades according to the World Bank uh, World Development Report in 2011, to more resilient or stable states. 
Mr Safran said it's important to involve central and local governments, as well as civil society organisations, to help progress towards a sustainable recovery. To this end, information campaigns are crucial for stimulating community participation and a sense of ownership. You have just heard Patrick Safran, a senior official of the Asian Development Bank at the time he spoke at ADBI. This has been Asia's Developing Future, brought to you by the Asian Development Bank Institute in Tokyo. See the show notes for the transcript and related material. For more information about us, please visit adbi.org. Thank you.